You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Banshee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Banshee After Show. Hey there, Banshees. You know what time it is. It's time for AfterBuzz TV's Banshee After Show. We're here talking about episode 202, season 2, episode 2, The Thunder Man. I am Matt Lieberman. Joining me today, of course, is the fantastic and talented Miss Oriana Leo. Hello, everybody. Yes. Um, Monis Rose, unfortunately, not joining us this week. He's uh, out at uh, Sundance. Poor him. Yeah, I know. He didn't get to talk about this episode, and he didn't get to talk to our very special guest this week, uh, the fantastic Trieste Kelly Dunn, who plays uh, Deputy Shabon Kelly on the show is joining us on the phone. Uh, and we are so excited to talk to her because this episode, wow. I know. I mean, amazing. We learned so much about her. So much about her and, and just a wonderful performance from her. Mm-hmm. And we got to see her kick some butt. Some serious Some butts. serious butt. Some serious, like, not just like any kind of butt. Right. Okay. We're talking about abusive ex-husband Abusive butt. ex-husband burning your neck with a curling iron kind of butt. I know. Uh, wow. And just like heartbreaking to hear, to like see that that's her background and that she had to deal with that. And it kind of really informs who she is. Yep. We had uh, the war between Kai and Alex Longshadow escalate in a big way. Yep. We got to see some creep... What? That was oh, a yeah. Move. Oh, yeah. That was a move. Poor cows. <laughs> oh, poor dead cows. Yeah. I know. Uh, we got to see some uh, creepy inner thoughts on the part of Rebecca Bowman, which we're going to talk about at length. Uh, oh, Rebecca. We got to see a sweet Job dress. Yes, um, Job in a dress. Blonde, ri- do- blonde wig. Woo! Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Sugar got in there for a little bit, mix it up. Just, just another bit. episode of Banshee, our favorite show. Yes. Um, so while we're we're waiting on uh, we're waiting on Trieste, I keep wanting to call her Siobhan. I know, I know, because like, Kelly is the one name we have in common with yeah. her actual name and her character name. Yeah. Um, we're so excited to have her. She's you know she's been in TV. She's done movies. She was in uh, United ninety three, uh, which was a huge, huge Oscar nominated uh, docudrama, mm-hmm. um, among other films. She's been on Fringe. She's been on Canterbury's Law. Uh, but obviously, we love her the most here. Um, and uh, I guess we can just kind of jump in to this story, and we'll talk to her more about it once we have her on the line. So. Shaban is, uh, she's just, she's coming to the caddy like any other night, and who should pop up but Brees, her ex-husband, uh, you know, long-haired guy is saying that he's only here because he's got a job offer from his cousin, but it means that it voids his restraining order, and Shaban knows that she should just say, get out of here or, or I'll arrest you, you're avoiding your restraining order. But? But she's a good person. Now, my question is, did we know before, we didn't really know about this story. No. We didn't know her backstory, her history, that she had been abused. Yeah. Um, because when he came into town, I mean, my first thought was, if you have an, a restraining order against someone, there's a really good reason. And don't don't violate or nullify that. Oh, yeah. But I, you could see her waver, and it was like, okay, there's some weakness there. She's always putting on a strong front, except for Sheriff Hood. Well, 
Yeah, but she's she's still she's a strong woman. She's a strong woman. You know, I wouldn't say she gets weak in the knees for Sheriff Hood. I'd say she gets strong in the heart. Strong in the heart. But I mean, we never see a moment of weakness with her. She's no. always she's a great deputy. She does her job really well. She kicked ass in that final scene of the last season. Oh yeah, but I guess what we're getting at here is that has to come from somewhere. Right. Um, that need to you know be tough uh, comes from somewhere, and we kind of see where it came from this week. Um, namely that she's got this history with this horrible guy who would get drunk and make her feel, feel terrible about herself, who would physically and verbally abuse her. Yes. Um, you know, it, it got really bad. Like we see that, uh, that flashback to, um, their night together at the club. Right. Right. And we kind of just see a little bit of it where, uh, you know, she's dancing, he's too busy drinking. And, uh, I do, I think we have a uh, Trieste on the line. Trieste, are you with us? I am. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. Um, thank you so much. How are you much. doing? We're, we're, we're doing great. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, we also want to wish you a, a happy belated, belated birthday. Belated happy birthday. Oh, my gosh. How did you know? <laughs> well, it happens to be out there on your IMDb profile, but yeah. we want to wish you oh, happy right, birthday. Mine's, on to, mine's tomorrow, so, you know, January birthdays are the best. Oh well, okay. Wait, who's wait? Whose birthday is this? This is Oriana speaking, and my birthday's tomorrow. Oh my gosh, that's great! Happy birthday! Thanks. Yeah, happy early birthday, Oriana. You're welcome. All right. So, wait, are you a Capricorn or an Aquarius? I'm then? I'm half and half, is what I like to say. What okay. does that mean? Okay, yeah. Is that but are they? Oh wait a second. That's uh, oh no, my grandma's birthday is today. Never mind. I'm born on the cusp, but I'm more of a Capricorn than I am an Aquarius. Are they two great tastes right. that taste great together? Yes. Okay. It's like a swirl. It's great. Okay, great. Moving on. <laughs> Back Trias, to... we're so happy to have yeah. you on our show. I'm so happy to be here. And what an amazing episode. Your yeah. performance was absolutely amazing. Oh, thanks. It was fun. We were really excited to to finally get some of your backstory and and what a story it was. You know, uh, Shaban is such such a tough person. She she really puts up with a lot of stuff, but we didn't know exactly how far she's come until we saw this relationship with Brees, which is just heartbreaking. Yes, yes, I know. I know. They hinted at it this season one. But um, what was like, the hint? I kind of knew, but they didn't. They didn't tell me the details. Oh. But they said it was, you know, they, the backstory was sort of those seeds were planted season one. Okay. Um, so tell me about it. So you're coming into this new season, and uh, you know, uh, Jonathan, David, and Greg, where they just kind of like, oh, we have plans for you because uh, we have <laughs> we have this backstory we have this epic kiss with Sheriff Hood which fans have been waiting for since season one mm-hmm. how did yeah, you yeah no it was actually Jonathan initially wrote so like yeah that, that episode he initially wrote it that like Lucas comes into my trailer and that he was gonna he was gonna go fight the guys right um, but evidently uh, they thought that like that had been done before you know because like the first season, he fights those biker guys for me, the biker guys that uh, burn my house down. Right. Yeah. So they just agreed. They, I guess they all thought that I should just fight my ex-husband. <laughs> That's how that went. Pretty epic um, scene, by the way. How yeah. was it filming that? It was crazy. I broke a wall at one point. Mm. I had to, Peter, the actor playing Brees, um, he's great. And, and we rehearsed that fight scene a lot, but but then when we got in the on the stage, the, the room was pretty small, and, and I had to there's a few moves that aren't like there's a few things that they didn't you know cut cut in there but there's 
there was I throw him against a wall really hard. I kind of like sh- like shove him into this wall, and at one point the wall just separated from the other wall. Oops. Oh man. Um, yeah, it was really crazy though because it's just like you know, I, I, Ivana has done so many of them. Now. Anthony's done a million. I mean, he just like I, at this point, I think it's just like, please, I don't want to do any more fights because you know you get <laughs> kind of you just get beat up, yeah. you know. And then rehearsing them is exhausting too. Um, but because it was kind of the first one I'd done for the show, I was just stoked and thought it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, and it was also a g- great twist, as you were kind of saying, where we think, okay, she's letting Sheriff Hood go and take care of this, but actually, no, she's taking care of the dirty work herself. This is the last time she's going to get put in a corner, and she just right. levels this guy, starts beating him with, with a holy Bible yes, of all things. Yes, a bloody Bible. I just found it so funny. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Sheriff Hoodie grabs a Bible and, and he, he, sees it and he just starts giggling. I thought it was oh, a really... Right. Yeah, he has that great moment. I know. He, yeah, that's a great moment that Anthony has. He sure does. I thought it was super <laughs> risky for your character because he literally could have killed you. So there has to had to have been some kind of confidence of going over there, sending Sheriff Hood the opposite direction, and, and Deputy Shubham yeah. going over there to handle things herself. How do you feel about yeah. that choice? Well, Siobhan, I mean, honestly, she doesn't like, you know, I, she, I, I, part of part of her character in, in, in season one, too, is that she hates it when people do things for her, you know? Yeah. It's like she doesn't want to have to be like the girl that like, other guys are protecting, and, and that's just kind of part of her spine in a way. Um, but I think with the brief thing, I mean, have you ever just wanted revenge so bad? Or have you ever just wanted to hurt somebody? I mean, not like... Not even in a violent way. I mean, sometimes like, obviously not everybody wants to like beat <clears throat> beat the crap out of somebody, but you know, it's like it was. I think that need to just do it yourself, <laughs> just get back at somebody. Oh yeah, um, for you know just beating you down too much, and and that's like a huge that's left a huge chip on her shoulder. I think too. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, he had, he had taken so much from her, so much of her personality. I imagine when they were together. You know, feeling trapped, feeling like you can't really escape, you can't be yourself. This guy is so irrational and, you know, compulsively violent. Yeah. Yeah. But the funny thing is, it's just Peter was so, we had so much fun doing it that it's like my, it's hard to even think of it as, it was just fun. I was, I just keep wanting them to bring that character back so that way <laughs> Peter and I can like fight more. He's just a fun actor to fight with. And honestly, he's in all these, um, He's, I've seen him in so much off Broadway theater in New York mm-hmm. and Broadway theater too, um, and he's just that guy. Like he's the guy that he's good at fighting. He's good at yelling. He's good at being scary. Um, and as a result, it ends up being sometimes the stuff that doesn't look fun is fun. You know what I mean? Like sure. that, that. I don't know. It's like it, that, like the, the curling iron thing. Everybody's like, oh, that's hard to watch. But that was not so bad shooting that at all. Like it was kind of. I imagine the curling iron wasn't actually hot. Of course, not. of course not. <laughs> because you played it so well, and the sound effects, and I mean, it really is like just cringe-inducing. Well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's so funny, and now I use one of those, you know, those little like cone-shaped curling irons. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Why am I, I the one, one who says now, yeah? And they come with a glove. Yes, so it's glove. a wand. Okay, so okay, Matt Lieberman, it's a wand, okay. and it comes with a glove, so you don't burn your hand. Oh, well, that's clever, isn't it? Yeah, and you wrap your hair around it, and. I don't have the glove, and I keep burning my hand in the same place over and over again. And it's weird. It's like I, I'm like, oh, my God, I know what this 
curling iron pain feels like now. It's awful. <laughs> I just have these, I constantly have these little like red marks on my wrist where I'm burning my hand from that stupid thing. Oh man. Um, so uh, obviously you had a lot of fun shooting this one. Is this it, your favorite episode that you filmed or something in season one, something a little later on this season? Yeah, I think probably two. Yeah, probably two is one of my favorites. I also like the next one coming up. Episode three is really great. Um, uh, this awesome Danish director uh, directed at OC uh, and uh, OC Madsen. He directed the, it, the third one it, and the fourth one this season. This season. Yeah, he did the third and the fourth. And they're sort of like, the, you know, there's, I, I don't want to give anything away, but it's just, there, there's something happens, something something bad happens, and we kind of have to figure it out. And there's some more fights, and obviously there's more fights. There's always that. There's always, and, always yeah, more there's fights. More that happens. <laughs> uh, we call the, this genre of the show, we call it um, Blood and Boobies. But we really yeah. like it. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's obviously my, it's a my favorite thing to call it. I it's my that. favorite genre. Yeah. I mean, it's blood and boobies, but really well written. It's really, really smart. Who, smart who blood and boobies. Who doesn't like boobs? You know, no, nobody. nobody I can't really? think of a single person I know who does not like I, boobs. Now, Trias, I'd like to ask <laughs> you <laughs> what it's like to shoot this show. It's in you're shooting in North Carolina, correct? Yes. And what is it like on set? I mean, you're you're rehearsing these, you know, intense purposefully violent or sexual scenes what is the what is the feeling like on set um the feeling on set is i mean we just the cast loves each other so much i have never seen this kind of chemistry between the cast before it's quite a, I mean, a small really really class. simmons and i live together first off which is like who you know like we're roommates in charlotte for two years now and then ivana probably this year we're all going to live together usually we're all at each other like we're all like at each other's house all the time anyway um but it's just everybody just is crazy about each other so, so even when we're shooting like violent scenes and you're seeing like blood and guts all day you know we're fam- we're a family and it's a really close family like we're always you know going out to dinner together we you know we just do everything together is it sounds like that they're you're saying that some most of the female members of the cast live together well, y- y- kind of. Kind I mean, of. technically, like, we don't all live, but we're together all the time. So it's yeah. kind of like so the Banshee sorority house. There because Odette wasn't in as many episodes, but even, yeah. o- I think Odette stayed at Ivana's house. I don't think she stayed at the hotel. I think she stayed at Ivana's house. Oh, That's man. amazing. So, yeah, we got this little Banshee sorority. If next season, if you all live together, then it's a whole, then it's a whole deal. We could start a reality show about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, it really could be. And, and, and I mean, Matt Cerrito, uh, who plays Brock, I mean, mm-hmm. we're, him and I are, we're best friends. I mean, we go no. out and drink together. I mean, it's just, it's just fun. Everybody, everybody loves each other. And so it, it shows, that's, that's you know. what makes it, I think, yes. the world of difference. Cause if you're on a show where people hate each other, that's just awful. So you, know, you and Deputy Brock and go, you and Deputy Brock go out drinking together? Oh my gosh. We're like, <laughs> Always. For season one, him and I, because we're both New Yorkers. Yeah. Most of the cast is, like, from not... Matt and I are New Yorkers. Like, we live here. And um, we were always like, who... Anybody want to go out for a drink? And there's a few, you know, people on the show that don't drink or don't drink as much as we do, I guess. Um, Boring. (laughs) one, Matt, all the time. Do you have like a? Can you tell us any any epic stories? Anything anything crazy that might have happened? Oh, I shouldn't. Well, okay, I'm going to though. Okay, yeah! so 
So after, I think it was after we did our read-through of episode one, season one, Ulrich, Matt Servito, and I, we were the last men standing at the party. There was a party, and, like, I think Jonathan Tropper and David Schickler, the writers, they took us out to drinks. And um, we were still up. So we decided to go into the hotel, the Omni, which is where we were staying, and they have all these, like, banquet rooms that they were setting up for the morning. I mean, it was probably four in the morning. They were setting them up for, like, breakfast and, you know, because they were having some corporate events. And we went into one of these rooms, and there was a table full of cereal boxes, and we just started throwing cereal boxes at each other. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get into an elevator. We, like, stole the cereal boxes. I don't know. I mean, it it sounds so stupid now I'm talking about it. But this was the first night that we had all met, you know. I mean, we end up in the Omni Hotel playing on the elevator and throwing cereal boxes at each other in the conference room. Sounds amazing. That's beautiful. It's it's so funny to imagine uh, Matt and and Ulrich joining in with you on that. That's so funny. Also, great type of missile projection, and they don't hurt when they hit you, right? It's true. They don't hurt when they hit you, and they were just like these awesome pyramids of cereal boxes. And in our, you know, we were just so excited. We're starting a new show. You know, uh, we just (laughs) started launching them at each other. That's awesome. Um, And then we stole some. And then we went and raided somebody's mini fridge and drank more. And then Ulrich and I were talking about, I think, like, I don't know. He's he's been in all these amazing Danish films that I'm a huge fan of. So, obviously, we had to, it was just everybody had to, you know, we had to have, like, a wild night and, and, and bond like that. And then the next day, I think we all... We're very hungover, and we went and saw a comedian in Charlotte somewhere. And Anthony came as well. And it's just we immediately bonded. Everybody was immediately hanging out, and that's kind of what makes that's honestly that's my that's the best thing about the show. That's awesome. It really shows in the performances. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) so what can you what can you tell us? So uh, the fans especially picked up on this bubbling chemistry between your character and Anthony's mm-hmm. uh, in the first season and now in this episode it, it climaxes you know uh, and you kiss what is what's the draw there like what's what do you think is the attraction between uh, Shaban and Sheriff Hood can you tell us anything about what to expect or where you'd like it to go um, I think you know I think season one she was suspect of him but obviously like she lives in Banshee there's not so many sexy guys in Banshee. It's like it's Jen Dickens over there. Totally. I mean, it's like all brief, the beautiful you know? women and no beautiful <laughs> yeah, men. Yeah, what's that about? So, yeah, like, he's in town. He's a boss. He, you know, is good at fighting. <laughs> <laughs> he has a nice butt. Um, no, but then there's moments where she's very suspect of him, and she's like, who is this guy? And, like, you know, I think, I, I think... I think it's a, it's a big, she knows she shouldn't get involved, yeah. you know? So but... there's, a, there's an obstacle <laughs> there, but they, they obviously want to get, they like, she has a huge crush on him. I'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when you see somebody level this many bad guys and just kind of take the law into his own hands, especially considering her background as someone who was in this abusive relationship, somebody who just is willing to do what is right no matter what right. is kind of a big deal and probably a major turn yeah. on. Someone that could keep yeah, her exactly. safe. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, right. I mean, I don't think she's necessarily condoning his violent acts, but at the same time, I think, you know, what lady isn't turned on by a man who can 
take charge. <laughs> hey, I agree. And also, you know, yeah, he's somebody who could keep her safe, but also trusts her to get the job done and doesn't feel the need to protect her. He could, he's, yeah. he's, you know, he's helping her keep this thing buried because he realizes how important it, how important it was for her. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. One we, thing I noticed ahead. actually in the scene was that they're kissing and they're kind of in this moment, they are the same in the sense that they're both these brutal fighters, survivors, and both suffer this PTSD from horrible traumas they've been through. And that's something that they can oh, relate yeah, that's to each a other. Good observation. I think you're, yeah, that's so astute because, because they both are very alone and solitary in their own way. And they are, they both are recovering from, a variety of terrible things that have been done to them. Yeah. Uh, and what way to, better way to connect than, you know, little, the love, the little love making. I hope make it happens. Out, make out after, make a, out bloody after a bloody fight. Blood fight. All over your lips. I'm <laughs> rooting. I'm, I'm rooting for it to happen. Right? I think we're, I think we're all, I think we're on team Shabon. Yeah. Team Shabon for sure. Team Shabon all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. We just want her to be happy. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I know what it means. I want, I want I them together. Them I think. <laughs> what? Did you guys think it was gross when I kissed him with like blood all over no my mouth? Way. No way. It was hot. Was. Yeah. He totally loved it. Yeah. No, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes Banshee Banshee. Yeah. Sheriff Hood is just like, you know, blood and boobies. Exactly. Blood, no. There you go. Blood and boobies. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, okay. I'm just going to take a quick second and uh, and talk to our listeners for about iTunes briefly. Um, Trieste, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. Um, and we're, oh my we God, wanna, thanks for having me. Yeah, we, we're gonna recap the rest of the episode. If you, if you wanna stick around and give your, give your thoughts on the other stories, we'd love to have you. Okay, if you want me to, that's yeah. fine. We'd or love you, you, guys, too. you guys can uh, recap it too if you want. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just gonna talk really quickly about iTunes. Folks, thank you so much for downloading this podcast, listening to it on YouTube. Fanchies are the best fans in the entire world. Uh, and we are so, so happy to be doing this show. Uh, it's a free podcast. You downloaded it for free. You're watching it for free. We get great guests like Trieste, like uh, like Jonathan Tropper. Greg Utanis is coming on for, for episode five. Greg Utanis is coming on. We've got, uh, hopefully, uh, some other guests later in the season. Not yet confirmed. I don't want to leak them yet. But fact is, it's a big deal. What can you do to help us out? As You might be gratitude. <laughs> might you, be wondering. You might be wondering. Uh, we don't want your money. We don't want much of your time. All we want you to do, go to iTunes, slap the show with a rating. We love five stars. Mm-hmm. I think we're doing a five-star job Me too. Here. Oriana thinks so, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's not how you feel, then don't lie to yourself. Don't put a rating that you don't believe in. But five is preferable. <laughs> uh, and uh, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show, what you think of Banshee. What could we be doing better? Points that we may have missed. We want to know your feedback, your theories. This is so, so important to us. Here's why. This is the only way that this show gets ranked on iTunes and on AfterBuzz TV. We want to be the number one Banshee podcast on iTunes. We want to be the number one show here on AfterBuzz TV. We need your help to do it. It only takes a second, a couple of clicks, a couple of words. We love you. Peace. And okay. also, you know what, YouTubers, if you're watching us on YouTube, please comment. We love your feedback. Yeah. We'll respond. Google Plus, whatever it is, whatever the means. Yeah, the Twitter. We want on the Twitter. The if Twitter. you're on the Twitter or the Facebook, we love you. We love you, Fanchies, and we want to hear what you have to say. All right. Um, okay. So the other big story we had this week, uh, we kind of got into the mind of Rebecca Bowman Whoa. pretty intimately at the top of this episode. 
um, where she's uh, she's <laughs> masturbating. She's can I say mas- masturbating? Yes, she's masturbating. I think I can. Um, she is. Yeah, mostly. She's remembering yeah. her time with Sheriff Hood as she is also, uh, she's also. Uh, Getting some digital enjoyments. Fantasizing about, about Kai? Or she's, yeah, the thoughts are kind of blending together. Yeah. Of, of uh, <laughs> memories of Sheriff Hood and then also watching Kai. Do his kung fu on the stick thing? Uh, and on that prostitute. Oh, right. Um, and uh, <laughs> his, his stick kung fu on the prostitute. And uh, there's this kind of weird energy. And we're wondering, okay... Like, we talked about it a little bit last mm-hmm. week where, you know, she comes from a place where sexuality is kind of shunned and repressed. She has all these feelings that she doesn't really know where to place them. And I'm kind of worried that she's placing them in the wrong place in the wrong way. And we see throughout the episode, too, I mean, she just doesn't know where to go. She doesn't know who her family has shunned her. The only person that has reached out an arm, the only two people that yeah. have reached out arms are Kai and Sheriff Hood. And as Sheriff Hood says, uh, you know, your uncle's a bad guy and you shouldn't be living with him. And yeah. what does she say? You should li- let me live with you. And he goes, yeah. I'm not a good guy either. Um. Trieste, what do you what do you think about about this story? Does it kind of weird you out? I mean, you and Lily are obviously very good friends. You live together while you're shooting the show. I love where that's going. I think I okay. think it's just weird, and <laughs> I buy it. You know, I mean, there's something so wrong about it, and like Lolita about it, and so that's what happens, right? She goes, she she sees she sees her uncle with that with uh, what's her name, Juliet. Yeah. And then is that that's what in, that's what starts the masturbating, right? Yeah, she saw him last episode, and now she she can't stop thinking about it. She watched it, and now she's right. thinking about it. Ooh, it's just so creepy. I I I don't know. I really like I I really uh, like where that's going. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna take that since you're saying that it's creepy, and you also like where it's going. It's only gonna get creepier. Um, which <laughs> maybe yeah, which I don't I don't mind at all. Banshee Banshee is a wonderful place where we can let creepy things run free. Anything can happen. It's a fantasy land where people can just fight a million people and still be alive. Mm-hmm. And can still be alive and not even have black eyes. Yeah, exactly. Just a little cut with some blood coming out of it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Alex is kind of losing control of the tribal council in the Kanaho tribe and. Uh, at the same time, uh, Rebecca, after leaving Kai's place, she goes to search for Sheriff Hood, and there's these Marines outside. They're hooting, they're hollering, they're being really rude, and uh, Sheriff isn't home. They start trying to assault her, and for mm-hmm. a second, I'm like, oh, God, no. Yeah. Oh, God, no. I can't handle this. I can't handle this poor girl going yeah. through anything else and getting even more messed up and sexually violated and confused and... Oh, and then you're like, oh no, someone's going to save her. It must be, I was thinking it must be Sheriff Hood. Dun, 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 dun. Not so. Nola comes in and just levels these dudes. And uh, she's like, don't thank me yet. Chloroform <laughs> to the face. Kidnapped. Oh, snap. Uh, and, you know, Kai enlists Sheriff Hood's help to get her back. 
Um, fight scene? Hello. Yeah. Well, that's what I love, because, mm-hmm. like, while we had action in the, uh, in the season opener, we didn't really have any good fights, and I felt like, I almost started giggling, like, um, like, oh man, they were like, you know what, we didn't really have any fights in the first episode. Let's just have a ten minute long, <laughs> endless fight scene. Like, even, even, uh, <laughs> Sheriff Hood at some point is just kind of like, oh my oh, god, another, give me a break. Uh, Alright. And he kicks the guy through the plate glass window. Um, I have to say the cinematography <laughs> on that, there was a scene where they're on the stairwell. Yeah. It, the, it was a kind of a mm. wide shot. It was beautiful. And he, he kind of sighs and it's just like, oh, God, not again. And you can really feel for him. Yeah. And he's having all these flashbacks to his prison time. And you just can't imagine what it's like to be in this character's head. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you can't. You can't imagine it. Especially someone who, 15 years 15 of that. 15 years. And like things, the albino. The albino. Exactly, that's exactly what I flashed to. Yeah. Terrifying. Trieste, what do you think? Did you see, when was you, when did you see this episode? Um, I actually didn't see it that recently, but I know what scene you're talking about. And I just know, uh, what's funny is I just think of Anthony's internal thought process probably before he's going to do it. But like, I know he thinks that they're, you know, he's, he's, great at them and he's like gotten just so good at them but um you know i think he's probably in a similar place that lucas hood is which is uh fuck i have to do this again right (laughs) (laughs) which i think any normal thinking person would i mean i think he might even be transitioning from less hair trigger you know and his violence because i think he might be sick of it you can see that little bit of yeah. him where he's like, ugh. He's tired. He is tired. Yeah. He should be tired. He has to settle down. He needs to retire. Exactly. You know, like become like maybe a normal sheriff. Retire. Yeah, retire. With a deputy for a wife, perhaps. Um, there you go. That's what Siobhan would like. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, just hang up the fists. Hang up the fists for good. Do some paperwork. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, so he fights his way through this entire just mob of goons, uh, and gets all the way to the, to the unfinished pool of the VIP area at the Kanaho Moon. And, uh, he pulls out his gun and there's Nola who immediately disarms him. And he's just, he's, has a moment of recognition of like, what? And I'm kind of, I'm curious, both of you, uh, and Trieste, obviously you, you probably know a lot more than we do, but like, Oriana, did you, do you think... Did Nola know who Sheriff Hood was when she slept with him? Totally. Okay. That was like a calculated move. I think it was. It was like figuring out the opposition and my, seeing what his weaknesses were. My read on that scene was that, I mean, she sat down next to him. She ordered that she was 25. Mm-hmm. And she was like, where's your place? It wasn't just like, this is the only hot piece of ass in Banshee. This is the only hot Although piece of ass. Although that is a part of it. It is a part of it. But this is the only hot piece of ass that I better own if I want to get what I want to get. Okay. Which is my tribe. Hmm, that's interesting. I didn't even think of that. You're probably right. I didn't even think of that. I just thought she was just sexually aggressive and he was the only good looking man in town. I think she is sexually aggressive, but I don't hey, trust let's not, her. Let's not knock Deputy Yonners, yeah. okay? Demetrius <laughs> is a beautiful man. To me, <laughs> well, yes, he is. of course. But is he available? He is. he is a beautiful man. Yeah, when but are they going to take married. his shirt off, is what I want to know. Yeah. Good when question. are we going to get the Demetrius Gross sexy? Yeah. That's what we want. That's I mean, he looks like a superhero. I've, like, seen him in the gym. He is so tall and, like, just so built. He used to Fan be, cheese. Hashtag. Uh, <laughs> we need to start a campaign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I mean, there, you know, there, there could be a few more 
men with their shirt off. Yeah, I think, on there the can show. always be a few more men with their shirts <laughs> off. But that was my take on it. Was that she? Not only is she sexually aggressive, but she's the one that's trying to steer this everything that's going on with the Kanaho tribe. Yeah, and her brother is right. so weak and pathetic that she's the one that has. Not only does she have the superpowers, you know, physically, her gun handling skills, but then on top of it, she can just have the cherry on top of like, oh yeah, banged him. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to yeah. do what I want. Well, I mean, he doesn't necessarily do what she wants. But he did. He did. For a second, he was kind of like, whoa. Well, he was thrown. Anyone would be. That's what she got out of it. Okay, fine. But he doesn't do what she wants. He still undoes her whole, you know, misguided kidnapping plot. Uh, re- rescues Rebecca. Yes. Um, who, as as you said earlier, she's like, you know, like, let me come live with you. And he's just like, bad idea. And at least he made a good decision. I mean, I think earlier, like last season, he would have been like, well, let me think about it. Banger. And then be like, no. Oh. I don't <laughs> Last know that season? He would... he... Yeah, I know. But I don't know he'd be, he'd open himself up to that much trouble. Especially now knowing that she's Kai's nephew, or Kai's niece. Nephew. Lord. Um, yeah, you're right. But still, he's changed a lot. Yeah. Um, what do yeah, you think? Yeah, he's coming around. I think that, you know, having everyone come and save him at the end of last season is a big part of that. Realizing that people here do care about him. He's inadvertently put down some roots. What do you think, Trias? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think he's trying. I think season two for him is about, like, he's kind of trying to be, he's trying to be a good sheriff. Yeah. Even though he doesn't even you know, know what that he's, means. He's trying. Like, he's trying more. He doesn't just. He, he fights if he has to, but he doesn't. It's not the first thing that he goes to. Right. Oh, absolutely. I thought it was really interesting when Sugar in the bar, he says, you know, you didn't think about what would happen to Carrie, Carrie. when you set up shop here. But when you do a five, 15 year stint, I mean, you're bound to make some mistakes. But what are you going to do next? Yeah. And I think that's kind of what he's uh, struggling with right now. Well, I mean, when. Not just Carrie, but everyone. Well, when Jonathan came on uh, the show and we did our interview, he he talked about, you know, the entire series in his head, you know, kind of only lasts about six months. So that is a big question. What is what is Sheriff Hood going to do next? This situation obviously can't remain stable for long. Um, And he's going to have to move on eventually. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, It's very the timeline is pretty condensed. Yeah. It's not like it's because it's like we get back. We got back after uh, shooting season one and then started season two, and it felt like you know it would have been because it had been a year. Um, but then when we were like getting into the scripts and we were discovering that the timeline it was really just like a couple months. Oh wow! So a couple months between seasons, essentially. Sure. Well, no, this or between was pretty, the storyline. Th- this was pretty immediate because well, it's... they had recovered a little bit from their wounds from the right. shootout. Maybe a, yeah, maybe a yeah, month. maybe a month. Like, Brock still has a limp. You know, because mm-hmm. he's been shot in the leg. Now, I have a question. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt yeah, you, Trias. Br- um, Brock is in the beginning of this scene investigating something, and I thought he was on. He's investigating the uh, the dead bodies yeah. of, uh, of of Kai's, Kai's goons that got killed but in I the first episode. But I thought he was on probation for uh, 18 months. They're all on probation. But I thought he was. Oh, so probation means he can still work. He can still work. It's, uh, I mean, it's what? It's like docking pay and, you know, just basically, like, if you slip up again, you'll lose your badge. For some reason, I thought they had like, yeah. debadged him or That's something. That's a good question, though. I don't, yeah, I don't know what technically uh, probation actually means. <laughs> like, I just, the way, the way that we did it was that, yes, we still work, 
um, except for that we were aware that we were on probation, so don't be, you know. So whenever we were doing something bad, we were like, oh, we're on probation. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but um, I don't think you know. It's like we don't we don't exactly play by the rules of um, real, you know, cop stuff and banshee because it's you know banshee's not real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you have to think about it. This probation is actually coming from Agent Racine, who's just trying to keep everyone there as a trap for rabbits. So mm-hmm. it's it's also kind of possible that there there was no paperwork even filed, that there is no real probation. True. That's a good point. Yeah. I loved your fight scene, Trieste, the Siobhan versus Brees, with it being edited, interspliced with Carrie versus the inmate. Oh my gosh. That was. Ivana is so. She's like, I, when I saw that, it was just, she's amazing in that scene. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I like, mean, not to take it, because so you were amazing. amazing in your scene, but she was incredible in her scene as well. And I loved the way it was edited, and the two of you are really like fighting for your lives, really, or fighting to make a point and getting that, getting it out, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was juxtaposed so well. Yeah, it's like she just breaks. Yes. And goes ape shit on that woman and it's just i mean she's brutal she's yeah. brutal and and she's got her hair flipping all around i mean she's like she's just so good at ivana like is in love with doing stunts absolutely in love like even if she doesn't have you know a fight scene to train for she's like in working with the stunt guys you know most days like wow. she goes in there and does something and works with them she absolutely loves doing it yeah um, I'd, I'd like to see you know, and I, I love do doing that. it too she loves doing it even more than I love doing it um, and she just is so good at it I mean last year she did she did a lot of it last year as well sure um, but now you know she's just and she, and she trains off season as well wow oh, man. wouldn't you say that Shabon breaks too like the Shaban yeah. breaks against Brees, or is it different? Is it a different kind? I feel like she it's snaps. like a release of tension. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely there's like a break she in sends sanity him to there. the hospital in a stretcher, and, uh, <laughs> beat, beat the crap out of somebody with a with a baton. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like a slow, like it's like she lets him in, lets him in, and is like you know, and giving him the benefit of the doubt. And, right. You know, Demetrius Emmett has that line to me in the beginning where he's like, you know, you want me to do something, and I'm like, no, I. He needs a job or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, and um, I've changed a lot, enough. and maybe he's he changed too. And then she like has to just go crazy on him. She yeah. just she loses it. Yeah. And it was delightful. It was delightful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, just wrapping up other things. Mm-hmm. So we got Carrie going to prison for her crimes. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, it's only a month, but still, a, a stretch is a stretch. You know, inside is inside. Can I tell you the first? That's exactly what Sugar says. The yeah. first thing I think is Rabbit's going to try to have her killed in prison. In prison. Yeah, because that's the way, best, easiest way to get to her. So that's my first instinct. Is oh no, she's not safe. And then to have Lucas say quiet time. Mm-hmm. And of course, the first thing she does is defend herself in the least <laughs> quiet manner possible. And his <laughs> his flashbacks and his PTSD and his terror yeah. of being at that facility was so palpable. It made me it just really made me feel for him as a character that like this is never going to go away for him. Oh yeah. 15 years is a long time. That kind of weight doesn't go away. No. Period. And to watch him have this panic attack, I thought it was played really well. Yeah. It was a a really well done Mm -hmm. sequence. And you saw his frustration when he's in the car. He just wishes that he could have saved her. He could have stopped her. You know, Sugar's trying to tell him, you know, you you were inside for 15 years. A month isn't that bad. But he feels like he failed on some level. 
Right. You know, because he the whole reason he went away was to make sure that she didn't go to jail. Mm -hmm. And now she's in jail because of it. And they had that tender moment in the bar, Mm -hmm. you know, and she's broke and she's lost everything and she wants her kids and Deva won't even talk to her, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just I really feel for both of them. But I also feel like I don't feel any resolution coming. Yeah. It's it's never going to be what it was. It's never going to be what he came there, came to Banshee to get. Um, and uh, on the other side, we have Gordon, who's so completely lost what? and messed up. He's like getting he's hand- taking pills now, take popping pills, and going getting to the handies in the car. What is this going on? I, I know it's crazy. It's so crazy to see Gordon. Uh, you know, downward do that. spiral. Like, I, I just I love that character so much. I hate to see him go down the dark road. I think everyone's going to go down a dark everyone's, road by the end of this show. I wrote in my notes, I was like, who doesn't have PTSD or like severe emotional issues in Banshee in our story here? Like everyone, right. everyone's just trying to keep it together. Yeah. But yeah, to see Gordon go so fast, he seemed like he had it together before, but now it makes me question that because. Well, I mean, he was smoking pot in the shower even he, way back in the he pilot. Smoking pot in the shower. Matt, he smoking? had that, he had the shoulder pain. Oh, well, shoulder pain. Up a bit? Like he was, he was smoking pot and sort of. Maybe that was just a backstory that I like was privy to. No, smoking pot in the had- shower. I just didn't take that as like, oh, he, this is a gateway for him. I no. thought like, oh, he's got a stressful yeah. job. Right. But he's also hiding it from his family. True. That's a good point. That's that's the dark streak. So he has this shoulder pain. So that, I guess that's something I didn't really pick up on. Yeah. Well, when you have like a persistent yeah, I think I knew. I think I probably knew that because of there, you know, there's like some backstory stuff. That, but, but I think he, I think it's like, I don't want to spoil his, if, it, if that comes to light. But like, I think there's, yeah, there, what you said about PTSD, I think that's. Right, everybody has it, and we're going to find out their stories. <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some demons in Gordon's past. Oh, Ooh. beautiful! We, All right. we love demons. Yes, yes, we do <laughs> here at ABTV. Okay. Um, if that's all, I think that's that's going to wrap us up. I think we're just going to go to predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Okay, uh, Oriana, yes. predictions for the next episode? Honestly, I think we just pretty much covered it about the PTSD because I really feel like every single character on the show has um, a past and some really um, impactful emotional trauma that is affecting their story today. Yeah. And so I think that in the further episodes, three and ongoing, we're going to uncover more stories that will explain increasingly erratic behavior. Okay. Uh, having seen the next few episodes, it's not really fair for me yeah, to uh, you're not allowed. to do Shh. predictions. But I'm just going to say I, I hope that uh, Shabon and Sheriff Hood get closer together and then that continues to grow. <laughs> I love you two together. I think that you have great chemistry. And, um, yeah. Well, I hope for Siobhan's sake that that happens too, damn it. She's okay. been too long for her. Yeah. yeah. And besides, <laughs> from Breeze to Sheriff Hood, that's an upgrade. It's an upgrade and a half. Well, not to mention, I mean, it's she's, an upgrade her right. house burned down. She's living in a trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, she was with that douchebag. Like, come on, the girl needs a break. Mm-hmm. She needs a break. She needs some action. Some action. Some different kind of action. Jeez. Stats. Stats. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Thank you so much, Trias, for joining us on the show. Um, Where can folks find you online, uh, on Twitter? Um, My Twitter name is Trias K. Dunn. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you have uh, anything coming out soon that you want to promote? Oh, I do, actually. Um, An indie film that I shot actually a couple years ago before Banshee um, just uh, had its New York release. 
Uh, it's called Loves Her Gun. Ooh. And I think you can get it on VOD, and it will be available on iTunes in two weeks, I think. Okay, great. Cool. Um, thanks again for joining us. Love you on the show. Can't wait to see the rest of the season. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, great talking to you guys. All right. I'm glad you're such big fans. <laughs> We're the biggest fans. Thank you. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. Um, all right. Oriana, where yes. can the people find you? The people can find me on Twitter at Miss Oriana Leo or Instagram at Oriana Leo. Facebook, I'm everywhere. Please find me. I want to be your friend. Okay. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M A T T L I E B E R M A N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on a bunch of stuff. I'm not going to remember all of it. Uh, <laughs> Sleepy Hollow is ending tomorrow night. So sad. We got Almost Human. Marvel's Age. Agents of Shield, Helix, which is a great new show on Sci Fi. So you good. should definitely check it out. Uh, we got Justified on FX. We got uh, Sherlock for a couple more weeks. Ooh, can I shout out American Horror Story is almost finishing two episodes left, and I'm on that after show. Oh, Please yeah. tune in. Please tune in to that. Um, Lost Girl starting up soon. Doctor Who Classics coming back this winter. Whole bunch of stuff. Everybody, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love, love you too. Have a good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Fanshees rule! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.